This is Health is Our Jam Part 2. Clink. And we're drinking. Because <laughs> we find ourselves funnier when we're That's drinking. right. That's right. Hopefully you do as well. Yes. That's the funny thing about health. I really believe in balance because, yes, we're health coaches, but... We're drinking wine. Right. We're eating hummus and carrots and we, paleo yes. banana bread, but we're drinking <laughs> right. wine. And it's delicious. It's, it's delicious. delicious. So today we should talk about our guts. Oh, yeah. I, I like gut. my guts. You like your gut? I'm not I like sure my I guts. like my gut. It's my, gut my least favorite part of my body on Me the too. outside. That's true. But it is the most important part on the inside. That was a yeah. beautiful transition. Yes. <laughs> And I was running out of love I never thought I'd find this feeling Cause I've been hearing symphonies Before all I heard was silence A rhapsody for you and me It's not even making choices that they... What is it that they believe something that they know isn't true mm -hmm. so that they can do the bad stuff? Well, it's all, it's habit. Uh, but like breaking habits saying, are very hard, though. If it's vegan, then it's mm -hmm. okay. And she says, I tell myself that so I can have a cheat. So she's fully aware that yes. that's not true. Right. Exactly. That's kind of disturbing to me as a person who understands a little about marketing that, like, it's sort of sinister in a way. When you want to sell something, you just put this label on it, and it's like, yay, this label is, you know, gonna tell, you it's know, tell, okay. yeah, it's gonna influence people who mm -hmm. might not know better, and yet it gets them, but it also gets the people who do know better, mm -hmm. which kind of hurts me, like as a health coach. But you think back when you were little, you ate Oreos, you ate Cheetos, you ate sugary cereals. I think a lot of that stuff is it's habit. It's it's bringing you back to your childhood. We always go try to go back to comfort when we're not you know feeling so well or you know we feel like kind of that that's your baseline to go back to is is what you were taught because what you were taught in childhood is your innate nature of what you think is true and what is not. Right. That's so what you base are your models. You're creating right. the future generation out of what yes. you teach them. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I like what you, you know. Share with us, Leslie. I know that you have given new and different and healthy versions of typical kid foods to, with your kids. So, like, you're making them have different experiences than probably a lot of their classmates and mm -hmm. stuff. Right. right. So, like, and you hear from them, like. Ew, I don't like the taste of that other thing that's more right. mainstream, right? right? Don't you? Right. right. Like my daughter will say, that's so sweet. I didn't like that. It's so sweet because she's not used to having that. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, and I think it's easiest when they're small. Right. And you really have control over their influences. Because I'll be honest, it's getting a little harder now that they're in school more than they are with me. Because mm -hmm. they are seeing more things. Well, my friend has Oreos and Doritos with a Coca-Cola for right. lunch. And those are so easy things. You throw it in, mm -hmm. you know, to the bag. You send your kid off. You have zero time in the morning well and you know because uh, you're trying it. right and you know it's easy to throw it. a little pack of carrots and some a little pack of hummus i mean right. it's easy to do a lot of things now yeah we can do a little mini hummus or guacamole and you know mm -hmm. you can do all those things so right. it's not just about the ease mm -hmm. yeah well i think like you know like i said it's it's uh they're used to doing it it's uh it's their comfort zone it's what they so change change is such a huge you know thing yes. with us as humans that we don't always like change and we don't always accept change, right? So 
even if there is a new or better way of doing things just adopting something small is is a it's a huge thing it's a lot of work mm -hmm. i also think i'm guilty of this too i was just talking about my kids with their cute face and how they can get me to do things like that darn <laughs> dog next door will give you the cute face <laughs> and feed me all right you're so cute <laughs> my kids will do that you saw her yes. jump with me give you the pouty lip and I think you have to be really strong, and sometimes it's hard, a lot of times it's hard, to just say, no, this is not good for you. Right. But please, can I have Oreos for breakfast? No, no. you're not going to like me right now, but that's the answer. And I think the easy way out is to say, I'm going to make my kid really happy and give them Oreos and Doritos with a Coca-Cola for lunch, and they're going to eat it, they're going to be a hero, and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, you touched on something there, and this is like way deeper, I guess, but we, I guess we, or people, do that to make themselves feel better. Like, oh, I'm making my child happy because I'm giving her Oreos and a Pop-Tart and some juice, highly, you know, sweetened apple juice for breakfast, and she loves me now. But that's to alleviate our own anxiety or our own fear of being like the bad mom who gives us bad food. But truly, wouldn't like wouldn't we understand that like really the good mom is like gonna give you nutrition and yeah you're gonna hate me today but you're gonna love me in twenty years right. or thirty or maybe forty or fifty years but still you're gonna understand that she was doing the best mm -hmm. thing for you. Right. You know, it's like that disciplinarian parent. You appreciate it when you're older, but not when, when you're, you're a kid. Right, right. because exactly. it's not it's not the uh, common thought process these days. And, and you can, you know, I mean, you have your group of moms with the group of kids, and the moms are like, you know, oh, that's a bunch of hoo-ha. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you said that up for Carrots, no, wrong moments, all that stuff. Like, my kid's not going to eat that. Your kid's not going to eat it because you haven't been giving it to them. You've been giving them all these other things. If you started, you know, giving them the good stuff, then they'll crave that. It's yes. really what you start them off with. And like I said, and adults aren't that way because that's how they were also raised is right. on the popcorn and the chips and all that stuff. And I was raised on that too. We ate candy bars, sugary sodas, all that stuff. Oh gosh, yeah. mm -hmm. And um, it took me quite a while and my own health issues to figure out that, wow, I had a very bad, bad, bad diet. Bad habits. Yeah, bad and habit. bad habits. You know, Janelle yeah. and I were just talking outside by the trampoline. You'll see that video <laughs> if you look on our Facebook. Um, we were talking about, oh crap, I lost my train of thought. We were talking about... <laughs> That was a different don't act like y'all don't know about incontinence on the trampoline. Uh, y'all go on the trampoline with your kids. And you just you pee a little. Your bladder will just bounce okay. enough. To, no. Who else? We were talking can I, about. Can I get a? Can I get a? Yes. And a amen, people. <laughs> oh, I, we might all learn something because I don't know how Leslie did it, but she made shorts out of her skirt. What you do? What here? And let's give us. Let's give a visual. Uh, you see it on the video. Mental visual. Yeah. Mental, mental <laughs> visual. Oh, we'll see this. How I did it. So she takes the back. Take the back and take the front and you twist them. That's why this jersey material is really helpful. There you can you spread. You can spread your legs. And that's in how it. you turn on the stove. No. That's why I'm I don't like it. pants. Pants are just. They're just like stretching. Why do people? Where, Shorts where, are, who made pants? Men. We weren't allowed to wear them for a long time. Women had to wear skirts. So you should be joyous and thankful. 
No, I don't <laughs> like pants. I don't like pants, and I don't like to wear them ever. Really? However, no. you chose them today. This is interesting. But see, these are stretchy pants. No, they're the most different. constricting. These are leggings. Most constricting. No, well, they're I most constricting. Anyway, so as I was saying, Janelle mm-hmm. and I were talking about how. Yes, what was uh, that about? Because I missed that. I'm trying to get back to thing. it, but I can't. Well, we were talking about how people fool themselves into thinking that the marketing is real. You were saying, moms. All right, so you said, moms. how do you get your kids to eat healthy and get used to it? So I was going to say, I had this client, and she was coming to me for her, right? But she also had two small children, and I'd love for my kids to eat more vegetables. And I said, that's great. You become the example for them. But when it comes down to it, so many moms say to me, well, all, all they will eat is McNuggets and crackers and, uh, you know, these various things. I said, and who is buying that for them? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because that's all they'll eat. But if that wasn't in the house, they're gonna then they eat wouldn't eat that. They're going to eat something, right? Or, exactly. They will eventually eat. Our pediatrician said that. Yeah. You know, like, they, they will, if she doesn't eat for three days, she will eventually eat what you're giving her. Right. Mm-hmm. And so. I, what I did with my son, too, is more of like a slower version of that. So I gradually would take the chips and replace them, right. take another thing, replace right. that, take more, replace that, add. And then all of a sudden... Then this is all the dinner, you know, this is the dinner I'm cooking and you right. can have, and he would just eat, uh, you know, maybe what just the like. meat out of it right. or whatever, but then he would have other healthier choices if he needed a snack. And now he loves watermelon, sushi, stuff. Avocado, he, I would, all these things yeah, I didn't know. all the stuff well, that he would, and hasn't had a hot dog in wow. like, <laughs> I want to say, like, it's been over two years that he's wow. had a hot dog, which is phenomenal. And that right. was like the one thing that I wanted him to Tillo's hot remove. dogs with a <laughs> So yeah. Janelle had said, um, you know, I work with clients on getting healthier varieties of their typical foods, right? Like I would make chicken nuggets and roll them in coconut flour and cover them in almonds, you know, that I put through the food processor. You can make those things or salmon cakes or... You know, we'll, we'll make basically roasted potatoes, but we call them French fries, right? Mm-hmm. So you can make all of yeah. these same kinds of foods that you can eat as well, right? That they're still delicious and nutritious. Oh, yeah. And I think back to my point of starting young when you are the main influence on your kids is going to make mm-hmm. your life so much easier. Right. If you yeah. wait, I know it's a lot of work, but you start out that way. And so one of my daughter's favorite foods is PB&J. Most mm-hmm. kids like that, right? It's hard to find something good about PB&J, especially the kind that you get in mm-hmm. in a typical restaurant. But we've never had Wonder Bread or your typical white bread in our house, so the kids had never had it, right? Wow. So we always had whole wheat something or some sort of oat bread or something at least that had some whole grains in it. It was less processed. It's not just that. white, blue flour. <laughs> right. So I felt a little bit better about that, and they always liked that. When I go a little crazy, like at the health nut bread that has tons of seeds and it's really dense, they go, man, I didn't like that so much. Yeah. I get that. Because it could be a texture thing. <laughs> exactly. <you know. laughs> exactly. They want it a little bit softer. And because I didn't start with that, so they know now the bread should be a little bit soft. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, okay, if I get some good quality bread, I get, there's a Smucker's peanut butter you can get at Mariano's. It has no sugar added. It's roasted nuts and salt. Nothing else. Yeah. Natural oil from the peanuts. And that's all it is. So, right. Or I will have my almond butter 
ground, just almonds at Whole Foods, and it's fresh yeah. almond butter, and that's what I would use. So I feel like you've got a good quality protein there on some good quality bread, mm -hmm. and then I either make my own raspberry jam when we go raspberry picking, and there's some sugar in it, but I control it. Instead of the four cups they tell me to add, I add a cup, and it's still sweet to me. Absolutely. Because it's all what you're used to, right? Yeah. right? And then you have some of the <clears throat> typical jam we got, I don't know, goober grape from somebody for something, and Addison was like, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. It's like, that's disgusting. That's what kids get used to. Yeah. And then their palates are off, right? Their taste buds don't taste the real food anymore. So I think yeah. the key is start them off that way. Don't turn right to the goober grape or, the, you know, whatever, the Wonder Bread and the really super sweetened Jif or whatever those peanut butters are. But you get decent bread with an unsweetened peanut butter and a... There's lots of great jams out there that are sweetened with, with juices, mm -hmm. right, with less sugar. So you can get a good jam... Uh, go to the farmer's market and get one. They have them that are no sugar added. You've got a decent meal. I still won't mm -hmm. let her have them all the time, but I feel a little bit better about that PB&J, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Or we often will say, what healthy side are you going to have with that? What are you going to have first before the cheese stick? I'll have a pouch. So they're big on, I was doing the baby food for a long time, right? The sweet potatoes and the whatever. <clears throat> now at least I'll get a go-go squeeze. They have some you have to special order them on Amazon, but they have vegetable puree in them as well. So we've got the stuff with the purple carrots and the sweet potatoes with applesauce, and they're in go-go squeeze. They don't sell them in the stores. You have to order them, but they're vegetables in the applesauce. You know, you see all the kids with the applesauce pouches, squeezies. Uh, okay. They'll go for that, and you can keep those in the car, and they're a shelf-stable, easy-grab fruit and vegetable snack. So if I have a pouch, then can I have chocolate milk at lunch? You know, it's one of those negotiations. If you get more of the good stuff in, can you have some of the bad? That's the whole thing about balance, right? Right, like 80-20 or something, you know, right. as long as you're doing the majority good, natural, healthy foods with nutrients, sure, you can cheat, just like, I mean, we all learn that. I think it's not going to kill you. We're not talking about, like, black and white, right. but let's be mostly, you know, <laughs> strong gray where we're solid with what we're doing and then a little bit of the cheat stuff. I because mean, when you're okay. really good solid gray, when mm -hmm. you're, you're really supporting your immune system and your gut health, then when you have that treat or you you um, are exposed to that toxin or that virus, right. your body is better able to fight it right. and to bounce back. Dr. Weil talks about how health is a dynamic thing. There, there is no such thing as perfect health. He describes it as one of those toys, like that clown that's blown up and you punch it and it falls down yeah. and it bounces right back up. Mm -hmm. He describes that as our health. That you might get knocked down, but you're so strong at the base. you mm -hmm. got such a good foundation that it just spring back. So when you do get sick, mm -hmm. it's not going to be for as long of a duration. Right. You're not going to be as sick because you have this great base. Oh, my God. Incredible. And I've noticed in my own health what used to be chronic sinusitis or, or chronic you know pain or chronic whatever has really been eliminated since I stopped. For me... You know, and everyone's different, but for me, not only was inflammation an issue with the gluten in my gut, but also dairy. When I cut out dairy, you know what? Suddenly I don't have like mucus coming at me every day and I'm sneezing and I'm dripping and whatever. It's like been a miracle. And then I noticed more recently, I'm like eating the cheesiest hors d'oeuvres that we've had, like 4th of July and everything. And then what wouldn't you know, like last week, yes, I had like all this sinus issue. 
but it's clearing up because I stopped and yeah. and it's unbelievable like how directly I can see a difference within a few days that's so. the key that we were talking to joy about that mindfulness being aware of that and if you never cut it out you're not going to be aware of that right yes, exactly but the fact that she cut it out and then you can say you know what, I just had an ice cream scoop and I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. I bet it's because of the ice cream. But if I'm eating bad all the time, I'm not going to relate it to anything. Maybe I have a cold. Maybe I should take an Advil. Right. right? It's amazing how people just think, oh, I just get sinus problems all the time. And yeah. I thought the same thing 20 right. years ago. Yeah, I just With get sinus self. problems. Get I got allergies. Yeah. Yeah, get shots or you have a surgery done on your right. sinuses. Oh, my goodness. Just try for three weeks, you know, giving up all dairy and see how you feel. And maybe you would find, oh, gosh, I don't need to, like, have a surgery. I can just control what I eat. So you brought up a good point about allergies. And uh, a functional medicine doctor I was talking to told me that when you are eating things that you're sensitive to, environmental uh, sensitivities will then kind be of heightened. be heightened because you're already got these sensitivities going on in, in your gut from the food. Right. So you're already kind of, you know, building that up and then you get outside and there's pollen and there's other things. And then that's when you start to sneeze and actually have allergy types of symptoms from your environment. So he says that that's kind of, it kind of builds up that way, which yeah. is interesting too. So if you can cut out the foods that you're sensitive to, you can elim help eliminate your seasonal allergies as well. Cool. Health, Health is, is our jam. jam.